Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Match Ball. Welcome to the show. Um Brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. Mm. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for a 10% discount on your legal fees. I'm having to adopt a very somber tone after the the awful scenes we saw there at Ellen Road. Should we just have a moment before we mention Will's probate and conveyancing? Um, just to, I don't know, just to reflect on the tragic demise of Patrick Bamford there. Is he all right? I don't know if he's going to make it through the night. When he looks out, he looks really out, isn't it? I don't know how he'll come back from that. A sickening, bone-crunching tackle. Not great, that is it. I knew uh, he'd not touched him. <laughs> anyway, just, just mention Will's probate convincing. Will's probate convincing. Thank you very much, Michael. They're yeah. all good services. Uh, appreciate your output. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very funny at the time. But looking back at it, you do have to look at the video and go, yeah, you, you probably can't really do that, can mm. you? I was... Um, I was actually watching the replay on the concourse by that point because I needed a Wii. But yeah, it was one of those Wii's. Watching it real time, I was like, oh, it's obviously a red card. And then seeing it back, it was like, there's about a yard between them. Yeah. <laughs> My first thought of it was, I'm pretty sure he's not touched him there. Mm. I, I mean, think he anticipated he would touch him if we're going to be very generous to Pat. But I mean, it's a, yeah, it's an awful time. He, the- had, he had the good grace to miss the free kick at least. Oh, that free kick. I know There was never a greater certainty like than there's, that. There's yeah. not a goalkeeper in the net. It's just some random bloke just in, the a, in the shirt, just somewhere, no, into the fucking ball. Anyway, <laughs> it was a very Pat Bamfordy thing to do, wasn't it? It was, um, we've, I mean, he's been here before, hasn't he, with the Villa one, where he's got someone sent off mm. for, when there was zero contact. Mm. Mm. There is talk that Begovic did catch him a bit. Talk from who? Pat Bamford's mum? <laughs> on the wires. <laughs> People saying it. I did enjoy the fact that it forced Begovic to do a little dance. He got very upset, he? Didn't started he? sort of giving it this and like bouncing around, which was good. Giving it this will be visible to you if you're watching on yeah. YouTube, by the way. We are streaming live on YouTube for our TSB Plus members. Um, if you're listening afterwards, you can find it there to watch as well. Um, yeah. Shall we, as Sean um, suggests, let's have a look. Where's he gone? Uh, move on to the game. <laughs> okay. I mean, that was part of the game. Yeah, it was. Um, it was part of the game very much. It, to be fair, it was one of the few genuine talking points. It was like the most. It's almost like a boring win, wasn't it? I mean, and it was perfectly acceptable. We got because I, I would, I'd been saying today, like people have been saying, "How do you think this is going to go?" And I thought, if we score early, it could really open the game up. But we did score early, but it, it didn't really change what they did until half time. So it, it was kind of it was it was a bit too easy in that first half. I felt. 
it was hilarious just watching them refuse to attack. I think it was mm. stoppage time in the first half where they finally sort of got in our half or towards our penalty area. And it's like, I think that might be the first time they've actually attacked. So I thought we were good in the first half, but we moved the ball really well. Could have been a bit more clinical, but caught the early goal, so it was kind of fine. I think my worry was that they were kind of so unambitious. We might just get lured into a kind of a game mm. of nothingness, which happened a little bit, but I thought we were good. I was reminded a bit of... Um, when Johnny Woodgate's Middlesbrough came to Ellen Road in the promotion season, and we scored early, and then they were just so wretched. You'd see the Leeds players were a bit like, well, what do we do? Yeah. But um, and th- I this is actually, it well. Have you noticed it's like, well, well, we can talk about the crowd as well in a, in a second, because there's 32,500 there. Um, well, let's do the crowd now, because I've mentioned it. A lot of empty seats there in that stadium. Mm. Obviously, at QPR, train strikes and all that, school night didn't fill their end, and they had the back of the, the West Stand B. But the whole block in front of that, that the normal Celta Leeds fans not full, and obviously some spaces elsewhere in the stadium. But forty-six quid a ticket. I was, I was going to say, is it, do you think it's a combination of rip-off membership, the fact that you can't mm-hmm. get a ticket without? I was going to say, is it still and rip-off tickets? Does it still never go to general sale? Is that no. the rule? No. And is That's it so stupid? Isn't it? When on empty seats. Game day is it a five or more expensive as well? Is that, is that, is that still a thing? I think it was. The, it was the other week, wasn't it? For right. the Wednesday one. So, I mean, if you don't have a membership and you're thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind going in that bottom of the West Stand. Tonight you're quid. looking at 100 quid just to go watch that. Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. blame people, can you? Uh, I was going to say, uh, with, with regards to the atmosphere, what I've realised, I think now I've seen quite a few home games is, and it, and it possibly started, we noticed it with the West Brom game, maybe the card, there's almost this air of kind of waiting to see if something happens. Mm. Like, And because the opposition teams are coming and sitting so deep and, and offering so little in terms of ambition, it's flattening the atmosphere because there's kind of almost no excitement. It's like we're just constantly probing away, looking for opportunities and the crowd kind of gets going when we get one, but it is almost like attack versus defence a lot of the time. Yeah, it didn't get going at all tonight, did it? Second half, there was a bit of a way of the Champions Champions of Europe got going for a a time and then there was, right at the end, there was a bit of sideshow Bobby's fucking shit that got going a bit in the cop when that, I don't even know the fellow's name, that fellow for them lost his mind completely because... I think he was still upset about the. He was upset about Begovic getting sent off. Obviously, then I think he was complaining about a throw-in or something. I can't remember. But Ailing was winding him up a bit as well. But they they were really the only two two chances they got going. It was nice to have like the sending off thing at least create some contention and in a bit of like something to kind of get your teeth into. It's not that it was a bad game necessarily. It was just a bit boring, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, they seem to be. Because well, when did we score? It was relatively early, wasn't it? About eight minutes, wasn't it? Nine and, minutes. And they seemed content to time waste after yeah. that, which was confusing. Like, they're taking absolutely ages over every throw-in and goal kick and stuff. And you know, I think there was one point where they, they took about a minute over a throw-in. And I thought, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you, you do realise you're losing. Trying this. to slow the game. Because I said that, yeah, like it'll open the game up. Well, it didn't open the game up, did it? It just continued as it was. Us looking a bit confused. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think didn't know any shots really there's Melia saved one in the second half I think in the first half their only shot went out for a throw-in well did you hear the song that yeah. they, they sung that song in the second half it was 67 minutes because I took a mental note of this and they started singing about um, having a shot right like just that kind of you know that kind of sarcastic gallows humour stuff yeah, yeah. That, that was the attack in stoppage time of the first half where the striker sort of got in behind kind of put it across goal but yeah it went out for a throw-in <laughs> bloody hell I mean but- I suspect Certainly in the first half, I suspect Melier probably had as many touches as any of their outfield players because mm. they didn't, they just didn't pass to each other at all. Just mm. looked for the, in the entire game, they had 100, 161 passes to each other. Is that the whole game? For the whole game. That's not a lot, is it? That's really not many at How all. How many have we had? Uh, 300 and something. More than double that, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, 387 we had. 
We had 65% of the ball, didn't we? I think our XG is like six times more than those as well. It's... Yeah. 0.3 XG for them. I don't actually remember any chances. They were just... What's happened there? I, just, I, was, just, I, I was just flicking <laughs> oh, my okay. pen between my fingers and I threw it off the table. There were a couple of bits because it was second half they were attacking the south stand which is the far end for me. There were a couple of bits where I, I'm not even sure there were chances but bits where I went... Ah! Yeah, yeah. Just because you could see the ball going sort of towards the goal. You see and... stuff expanding like in front of you. Yeah. 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 So there were a few of those but... I can't remember a single chance they had, really. It was just that one towards the end, which Melier saved. Which was, was it a flick on or something? He kind of I thought it had come off his him. face, but I think it was his, his uh, chest, wasn't it, in the mm. end? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it felt strange, isn't it? I think this is almost going to be the pattern of what we see at Ellen Road with a load of teams this year who just come and sit deep. Because that, that's, that's one of the changes, one of the things we can talk about, is the fact that they were playing five at the back. It's like 5-4-1 again, wasn't it? We were up against that again, a little bit like Wednesday we're doing. Um, manager was Wednesday has he gone yeah he got sacked probably. oh really yeah I saw, I saw it on Twitter at half time that I'm, comes as a shock I don't know if it was official reports or whether or not it's just something that's happening but yeah um, but 5-4-1 um, but then I think second half they went to four at the back and started to push an extra man into midfield which changed it a bit but even still they had like that one shot and then a little bit at the end didn't they yeah I mean they didn't seem to have any good players it's one thing I did notice chair I'd forgotten look, about because mm. we were in for chair, weren't we, in the window? Yeah. And I'd forgotten about him until half time. I went, oh, chair's playing for them. And then I had to look up his number. It's 10. And then I started to notice him in the second half, particularly because he was on my side of the field, like, oh, an ailing. You can sort of notice him because he's a traditional number 10 shape, mm. isn't he? He's sort of low center of gravity, does a lot of twisting and turning and stuff. But they seemed to give the ball to him and hope something had happened. But then he didn't really have anyone decent to pass to. It wasn't until the red card where I was like, oh, that's me a Begovic place for QPR. <laughs> had no idea about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a journey of discovery, isn't it? This this championship, yeah, you can like, is. oh, that's where they've ended up. Fine. Uh, Matt is just saying in the comments that Bamford has admitted it was a dive and said he was diving out of the way. Well, when you watch the clip back, I think Bamford turns to the ref initially to say, "Oh no, I, I no, I, I didn't, um, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it was, I was just, I slipped or something." And then as it unfolds, I think he's thinking, and the crowd start chanting for him to be sent off, and I think Bamford <laughs> just thinks. Better go with this now. Yeah. It's like that VAR video, isn't it? Where they realise that they've really, really messed up, but then like, there's nothing, Conspiracy there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Shit. It was a bit like Bamford didn't know what he was ob- objecting to when he went down. Mm. He, he sort of knew, wait, this isn't right. And he, he did go, oh, and then he was like, oh, wait, what am I, what am I appealing for here? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, Daz is just asking, can there be a little bit more focus on the big three? There's not been enough so far for big him. Three. Yeah. Will's probate convincing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We like litigation as well, don't we? Litigation. New, new head of litigation at Levi's, yeah. The big one. The biggest one. The biggest one. In many That's ways. That's like almost a different league uh-huh. to the Will's Propane Convention. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, it says a lot that we're trying to dig stuff it out. Sounds more serious anyway, don't litigation. Oh, it really does, yeah. Have you been litigated against? Did you see Bamford will be litigated against after that? Mm-hmm. There might be some consequences. I don't know, you don't get, you don't get, um, you don't get bans for diving after a game, do you? But you probably should, truth be told. Because when I watched the replay, I was only looking to see if there was contacts. Could he, in theory, have stayed on his feet and scored? Or had the ball gone? Do you know what? I can't remember. To my mind, the ball was bouncing through. Yeah. On the basis that it's Patrick. Bamford. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say no, he probably wouldn't have scored. But um, it's, an outfield playing going in net is dead fun, though. That, that really was, yeah. I did, like, it was sh- that sh- moment, Lucas it was, it was that yeah. moment of you like, they've used all the subs. They've used all the subs. <laughs> They're going to have to put an outfield player in. He's just he's putting the goalkeeper's jersey over the top of his normal kit. Mm. It took me a minute to realise. Yeah, the rest of the game, yeah, very odd. It, it sums up what a weird game. It was like three foul throws. 
Yes. In a game. You don't see that very often, do you? It was when, uh, yeah, because Alien did the first one, didn't he? It really just fell out of his hands. And Alien was fine tonight. He did have a few moments of comedy mm. and that was to really top it off. And I was like, Bill, come on, just do this. But then QPR are so bad. They did two. Yeah, and they were as well. And he did it twice in quick succession. The lad down there, didn't he? I like, I was, I was like, why don't you learn? He was doing what Rasmus used to do, which was almost to throw mm. it downwards at his feet. Anyway, like, we're getting way late from the, the the important stuff of the game here, he, which is where we won. We did win. We did win. Did Erling do a flop tonight? I'm not sure he did. No, that was a good shout. Now it's it's rare that you get a flopless game. I was in the in injury time when he had it down in the corner. I was thinking, now we're going to see it. <laughs> Now we're going to... Come on, 98 minutes on the clock here, but you need to go down. That was another point. 12, 12 well, minutes yeah. of injury time. Mm. We played 57 minutes in that second half. Felt like a long time. Why have they stopped putting the time on the scoreboard? Well, this, it's supposed to, as part of the new regulations, isn't it? It's supposed to be left on there now, so mm. you can see how long it's gone. I wonder if, if Farker said, that nah, take that off. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Oh, the, yeah, they pressed the, maybe pressed the wrong button on the on the computer to make it work. But yeah, um, yeah as has as been rightly pointed out in the YouTube comments, we won. Um and it's not that we're downbeat. It was just it was a very strange. It was a strange win, wasn't it? There wasn't, yeah, it was. There wasn't much to just get excited about. Like the goal went in, and we thought, right here we go. Then that's the platform to build to build off. And then it just the game didn't change. It was just it was back to the same us trying to attack, them wasting time sitting deep in defence. And it did open up a bit in the second half, but they didn't have the quality to cause us too many problems. So we just kind of controlled the game without committing loads of men forward or getting in behind them much. Yeah, it was a good goal. We should talk about the goal. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> uh, it was Ruter finally getting his uh, assist that, that he's deserved the ball across to, um, to, to Somerville Somerville it was yeah. a nice camp finish I thought mm. Somerville's it's weird in this league isn't he because at points he's, he looks like the best player in the division probably like he looks completely impossible for sort of big lumbering grizzled championship bastard to play against but then he drifts out for kind of 10 minutes here and there as well doesn't he so he needs to score more goals like he did tonight he took mm. it really well and he's he's got it in him but there are just times when his decision making lets him down, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, so and sometimes, like, like you say, there are times he drifts in and out of games. There are times when he, you know, he turns so many players and his feet are so quick, and then he gets fouled. But then there was a few times tonight where he was kind of just stopping and looking at referee for a foul, and it's like, just come on, just mm. keep running at him. You're better than him. Yeah, um, but yeah, he does drift in and out. Anthony, I thought was good on the well, left first well, half. The only two words I've written down on my notepad. Let me show that to the <laughs> camera. Jaden Anthony, I really, really liked him. That's a really good talking point. Actually, let's do that. Let's talk about Jaden Anthony. He just looked to have a look, that little bit of something. And you compare it to Sinistera's body language when he looked like he really couldn't be asked. He's got such magic and such quality as Sinistera, but looked like he really couldn't be asked. Man, maybe I'm projecting there, I don't know. But he seemed to want to get after it tonight, did Jaden Anthony. Um, and he was really good, really effective. And he was kind of, he just had that little bit of extra something, that bit of quality. Used both feet, which I liked mm. as well. There was a nice moment in the first half where he kind of, twisted and turned past the fullback and just chipped a nice cross with his left foot and he just went over Rutter's head but that was a, some nice wing play from him I thought yeah I think it, it's good to get a proper look at him because he's made some appearances and stuff but nice to see him properly and to have confirmation that he is actually going to be worth having as opposed to just a person we got because Sinistera was going and we were like well we'll have one of yours then <laughs> so if you got spare if he's if you're having Sinistera mm. but no, I, thought, I thought he looked good looked solid addition and it was not I mean I was going to say it's nice to have options off the bench as well, but I thought the changes did they make us worse today? I don't know. It didn't. I, I thought Bamford was a bit of a nuisance. I thought he, yeah, he, yeah. There was that chance he had, didn't he? Which you know, that was a lovely through ball from Rutter as well. He played some amazing passes tonight. Yeah. Like just his turns when he drops deep, just always turns the defender and his vision of pass mm. is really good you know, he constantly looks like he's got he's losing control of the ball or doesn't know where it is but he actually it's, the opposite is true 
he seems to have it like under a spell almost at times. Mm. I, re- I just really enjoy it. There's a lot of fun to be had, I think, in that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's through ball. He's a bit, little bit like when Rafinha turned up and played a few through balls and you went, oh, he's good. It's just taken us a while to realise with, <laughs> with Ritter that he's any good because he, he wasn't able to do this stuff last year. But like the, if this was the first we've seen of him, we'd be like, oh, wow, this is, mm. this is amazing. The, the, to see the balls he does, like to, the, the eye of the needle stuff that he, he manages to pull off is amazing. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The other point to talk about is our presence up front um, because Pirro was kind of drifting back and forth between being up front leading the line and swapping over with Ruta and then dropping deeper. There were some times when it was really, really deep. And I think we're just going to kind of have to accept, aren't we, with... Um, with Perro that is a slightly enigmatic player who will seem to just drift out of games, but keeps popping up with goals. That's the important thing. Um, but go on. Well, I, I thought he was a bit quiet for the most part, but at second half, I actually noticed him a little bit more. It felt like he was getting involved more in the play, but I know he's got, he's got a decent bit of strength, hasn't he? I suppose for holding it up in with players running off him. So I can, <laughs> I can see how it's meant to work, but he, he'll drop deep and with his, Back to goal, uses strength, and then he can play in Ruter or Somerville or whatever. I don't know. It's not. It doesn't always work, but mm. maybe, but maybe it will in time. It doesn't have to always work, does it? And no. You saw tonight Somerville scored. So if other, I think that's why it's important to get him scoring, just getting goals from wide areas, and then it takes the pressure off Pirro. And you know he was fine tonight. It was one of those where like at Southampton, everyone was probably like a four or a five. Mm. Whereas tonight, it just felt like everyone was a seven. Everyone just did the job yeah. really well. Yeah, and it was that's good. You know, it's not the most exciting. It can be a bit. I think we forget that even under Bielsa, there were loads of games like this in the Championship where the opposition just come to Ellen Road, no intent to attack, just sit all the men behind the ball, and it's a bit turgid. And we've got to break mm. them down. And there were loads of games under Bielsa where we didn't, or we just forget to score, or we'd throw a goal in the other end. Whereas tonight, just controlled it from the start. You got an early yeah. goal and just controlled it. I thought you did. Yeah, I think your muscle memory kind of goes, "Oh, don't throw this away, lads." Towards the end, when it's just one nil, because there's always that chance, isn't there? But then. Mm. They just like the quality to get through, so good. And just with reference to the subs, the excellently named Dan M, not me, another Dan M, um, is just pointing out that the changes helped us to see it out. 
Dan James stretched the play and Patrick Bamford held it up. He did, and he came on and he, he disrupted, didn't he? Which would uh, please Andre Radrazani. He was a disruptor, disruptive influence. I was annoyed, but we, in the last few minutes, though, we did keep giving away. I think Bamford was guilty on a couple of occasions, giving away free kicks. Just and he was just giving them the opportunity to pump it in, into the box. And I was thinking, well, they're not going to. If we leave them to just try and create something, they're not going to do this. And in giving him set pieces, they're quite a few sort of big-ish players, didn't they? I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, I'm completely projecting the idea they're good at set pieces because the, they were they were basic championship bitches. Is <laughs> the gist of it. But if you didn't feel like they were ever going to break us down, is what I'm saying. And then, so to give them some cheap stuff at the end was a bit frustrating, but not that it mattered. Um, Stu's mentioning that he says Piro's the new Rodrigo being played out of position and therefore looks rubbish. But I don't, I don't think he does look rubbish. He just, he just looks kind of there, ordinary at times. Yeah. But I think this is what just what he does. He's just going to be there be a, a useful link-up player and just keep popping up with goals. Yeah. It's frustrating sometimes that, I mean, Fark has spoken about it before where the, the plan seems to be that Perot kind of stands at the edge of the box and looking for a cutback to him. But there were a few times tonight and it's happened a few times this season where we were kind of flashing balls across the box that were quite good crosses, but there's not like a wide player or Rutter just getting in, <laughs> which is what we need. Um, thanks to Pocket <laughs> Trumpeter version 2. He was saying that Click has just tweeted, terrible tackle, hope Bamford is okay. <laughs> He's a right little stirring git, isn't he? <laughs> Good man. Good man. In terms of the, the general control, I'm just looking, looking at my notes I made during the game. Like A few minutes in, I was just saying, it appears that Ampadu was like, in control again. Because it felt in, against Southampton, it felt like they yeah. they were bossing it, whereas straight away, I just you could watch Ampadu and it, everything was happening around him. And he was like, okay, I... This feels more comfortable that he's yeah. now in charge of it. And again, he was you're talking about the seven out of tens there, Rob. He was he was a really good solid seven and a half, eight out of tens, and I just got to everything really tidy in midfield. Very rare does he do something where I, I kind of draw breath and go, "Don't do that." Mm. He just seems to have really good decision making and his vision, just to, to know exactly which way to turn or maybe accelerate through some players as well. He does the thing occasionally where he has it appears he's had a heavy first touch, but he's just sort of he knows when to knock it into space and get a bit of momentum going to run forward but occasionally you see him do something and you go oh no it's fine oh, actually that's what he's doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's done that on purpose because there's no one there and um, William Bennett is saying uh, really liked Archie's covering when Bill was up high that's true I thought mm. Archie had another really good solid game tonight he uh, did a lovely bit of, I made a note of it 15 minutes in he did a lovely lovely little bit of play on the was, on the touchline I was just about to mention my note from that just says Archie is ace where he yeah. just beat a few players kept the ball yeah I, I quite like that position he plays where he covers for Ailing because it feels like we kind of protecting him a little bit mm. as well like he still gets on the ball um, makes loads of good decisions but it's not like he's in the centre of the pitch having to dominate everything because Ampadu does it and I think you know I said everyone was a 7 out of 10 but I think we do almost take for granted already that Ampadu's just brilliant mm. <laughs> he's just really mm. good and likewise Rutter with the passes he was playing like it's an incredible transformation and where he's like yeah 7 out of 10 tonight we're actually a really good sign yeah yeah I, th- uh, I thought um well, Ampadu and Gray as a pair, they're very, very young. They neither of them are. Uh, they're both far from grizzled. Could you have fathered them both? Well, that's a question. Archie's um, seventeen. Archie certainly, definitely, yeah. Um, Ampadu's what twenty-two? I say twenty-three-ish. I don't think yeah. anyone would have shagged me at that age. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, yeah, <laughs> probably a little bit illegal. Probably dodgy, dodgy uh, ground. I'd say at that point, probably. But um, um, some love for Sam Byram if we could. Uh, Elliot's saying pure sex footwork on the touchline sending mm. me back to reminiscing about glory days when he do that but I have to pass it square to Brownie Tongi or Paul Green <laughs> yeah, yeah just, again another, another really solid actually when you start to good. break it down and what you're saying Rob is absolutely spot on they were all solid 7 out 7.5s at least I think tonight 7 I, is possibly selling them a bit short I was thinking midway through the second half I think 
it's staggering how Ethan Ampadu and Sam Byron, someone else I was thinking of, I can't remember now, but just how much they've improved our team from last season. Mm. Who would have thought after we spent 100 million quid last summer, the previous summer, that actually what we needed was Sam Byron. It's just, it's bonkers, but mm. he's really good, does everything right again, just makes the right decisions. Yeah, I thought the defence as a whole looked looked in better shape. Maybe just up against worse players as well. But I thought I thought the the balance of Strauch and Rodon looked Rodon's nice. good. Yeah, he he organises, and I know Cooper comes on and organises, but he does it in his own special way. Well, yeah, he, he organises, but then he asks because there's often chaos going on around him. <laughs> <laughs> but it all, it all looked very measured and controlled. It could be that he was he wasn't against worse players. You're right, but I thought, um, thought Rodon was done for at one point. Oh but, god, when, mm. when he did his shoulder, it, was it his shoulder? I, I, it was at the far end, so I couldn't probably tell I could just see him sort of flipping around on the floor at one yeah. point and I was like oh. it looked like a, a fish that had been pulled out of water didn't and it? someone like, came yeah. on from the bench holding something I wasn't sure what it was I wasn't sure if it was a bag or some sort of brace or something I was like oh Christ is he's like foam stretcher but I think I think by the looks of it well, from what he was doing obviously with the, the arms mm. afterwards I mean you're the, the real yeah. Sort of, yeah the physiologist among us but um, just do the old lethal weapon <laughs> Mel Gibson pop it back in against was, the filing cabinet because I was worried at first he might have because he just looked like he'd fallen over from the far end I thought oh, if he's has he done his knee or something but then when you saw him stand up and walk off and he started yeah he was all like arm circles and stuff it's like okay it's fine it's just it's just upper body you but don't need you, that for football but when you're right you don't need it no. No. but when you're writhing around like that you do where you go oh like, that'll, mm. that'll look like it hurt. yeah but he was really good yeah really and another, another clean sheet another three points and we move up back into the playoff places and you know the results haven't all gone for us tonight but I feel like at this stage of the season now I'm not even looking at other results particularly no. it's just some people will win each week some people will lose it's fine. Just worry about ourselves. Yeah, and I think it's just a case of keeping those points ticking over on the board, isn't it? Leicester are obviously going to run away with this, quite evidently. Um, but if we can just keep keep winning and keep winning in some of the, the key games, then we could find ourselves up there, hopefully. I mean, said I'm not looking at the results, I'm not looking at the results. Okay. I did notice <laughs> and the um, table. Watford got beat again, which I find funny because it was just before they played us. They were on about giving their manager who they've just appointed a new contract. They've given him it. Oh, have they? Yeah. So Because they're doing the whole thing of like, oh, we're different uh, we're changing but did you not so. there was a, they put out because um, I noticed it because there was a tweet that people went oh, I didn't expect that and it was uh, Watford and it just said the tweet just said Valerian Ismail and linked to the article and you thought I was being fired mm. and it was a new contract I'm sure it won't be long before he is eventually fired but the, well no. that's what that's what they do isn't it Mark Hughes has been sacked as well from Bradford oh yeah why <laughs> I don't know I thought they just won a load of games on I the think bounce they might have been confused by the fact Mark Hughes was there in the first place and just <laughs> gone why are you still here this, we thought this would be like a Six month thing, just get out, leave, leave. It's the least he deserves. Maybe you get the Sheffield Wednesday job. So yeah, we are uh, sixth on goal difference, uh, sixteen points, but we're a fair old eleven points off off Leicester at the top. Yeah, but I mean Southampton game obviously was a, not great, but you'd have to say since you know since the Millwall game, been pretty good, hasn't it? That's yeah. that sort of a points return is absolutely fine. The other side, we sh- we should have won a couple of the games that we drew. I mean, so yeah, that would have put us in up in about third. Drawing with Sheffield Wednesday is unforgivable looking back at it because they're absolutely <laughs> dog shit. But yeah. never mind. So, I mean, yeah, all in all, it's like we were saying like at the weekend it was a bad day at the office. It felt like just a good solid night at the office tonight. Yeah, but like I say, just a bit more tense than it needed to be. There was a lot of, um, again, it's not because they were ever, they looked at any point good at pressing, but just the amount of playing it around the back we do sometimes concerns me a bit, but, uh, you know. First, it, it was fine. First half, I was quite encouraged by how we were playing it around the back. I thought you were, were starting to see kind of the scripted patterns thing at Bielsa, where they just know what they're doing and they're quite content to take the time if they have to just calm and do it really simply. Again, mm. it's, it's it's hard to judge like the opposition. I was 
if uh, if anyone's read the Daily Email from the last couple of days, um, we're sort of laughing about how in the presser when someone finally asked about QPR, the question to fact was like, are you worried that Jack Colback's going to be back? And he was just like, yeah, I guess, whatever. And then <laughs> Gareth Ains have got asked about like, you know, is it a big plus to have Jack Colback back? And he was like, yeah, he's Jack Colback. And you think like, Christ, our championship is this? And then what was their sub at halftime? Jack Colback subbed off. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I actually, do you know what? I actually didn't notice he wasn't on the pitch at the end. That's how, that's how much attention I didn't notice he was there at the start, to be fair. It was when his, his number came up and it's like, oh, right. Yeah, I did notice at the start because I was like, oh, yeah, it's him. It's him. Like you say, it's a voyage of discovery. You get to games and you're like, oh, God, I forgot about him existing. But there they are. Yeah. Um, Ainsworth has said Leeds will be right up and around it at the end of the season. Oof. I think they're talking about promotion. Mm, you think yeah, so? I hope so. Uh, and yeah, we're getting... Clarity that Bamford and Azamir Begovic have told Gareth Ainsworth that there was no contact, so they're going to appeal it. But uh, is, is, are we maybe re- <laughs> rewriting what happened there a bit? I don't know. Let's leave him to it. We'll find out, see how it I plays mean, out. You could, I'd, I'd be interested to know what Bamford said on the pitch because Begovic was going around talking to everyone, going, please just, yeah. just tell them there was no contact. And if Bamford's just like, I can't do that. I, oh, I can't. Soz, mate. I can't do that. You know um, I can't do that. Farkas comments, just overall happy and proud with the players. And nice to get a reaction after after Southampton grinding out a result. It's never champagne or fireworks. It's hard work. Um, and not scoring the second goal, as we said before, because we didn't score the second goal. They started to get a sniff of it late on. But even still, they weren't very good. Uh, it's fun, interesting, like walking back past the South Stand and you get the away fans coming back the other way when I'm on my way Do back well down. Find one. Well, he, had, he was wearing a hooped shirt, which made him stand out more mm. than anything. And the Cockney accent as well. Um saying that he'd taken two days off work. And I thought, yeah, you poor bastard. You know, I, you know, I'm 20 minutes away here, but he's taken two days off work to journey up to Leeds on a train strike day and oh, come and watch yeah. that. It's like, fair enough. Fair enough for coming. Um, and they, they had a bit of a sing-song, didn't they? Which was all right. I couldn't add data at all. You can't really hear it. You know, there's not that many of them, but they, had, they tried. <laughs> they didn't have a sing-song. Nah. Just two, just two days off work for nothing. <laughs> what a waste of time. Um, so yeah, all in all, how'd you feel? Man of the match? Uh, I'm going to be one. Um, man of the match. I feel like Ampadu is just the default option because mm. you sort of, I don't think anyone was brilliant enough. Rutter, maybe. Probably the... Jaden Anthony? Yeah, no, not I a bad shot. I didn't, I didn't think he was brilliant. I thought he was fine. He, just, he, was, he was the most fun, I think. How do you reckon? Mm. I think Rutter's the most. I think yeah. always the most fun. I feel like his passing was probably the difference in attack, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he laid on the two best chances, didn't he, with the through ball to Bamford, which we've not even talked about, actually. The, the, well, the, should he have scored it? Uh, do we care? Don't matter now, does it? No, nah, not really. He at least got it on target. Um, but yeah, he was. I thought he made the biggest difference attack-wise. But yeah, probably just Ampadu. Ampadu. <laughs> just because fine. Just because he's always just there doing well, isn't he? He is. Well, we've got um, Phil in tomorrow. We're going to record that and the weekly show and we'll catch up with all the usual stuff. Um, anything else to add then before we head off? I think it's, it's strange, isn't it? I think coming out of games, not like, either hyped up or upset or angry mm. is this is this what being normal feels like yeah at different points in the season this would feel different wouldn't it if this was if this was three games from the end and we were trying to get in the playoff and we'd gone into the playoffs on goal difference it'd be both ten, more tense and there'd be more celebrations for it because of the time of it it's just back end of summer you know that sort of you go in a hoodie, you, you come home cold, as I did. Um, <laughs> it's, that, it's that sort of nothing period, is you've, it? You've, you've got quite think... a weak constituency, though. You? <laughs> I've, I've constitu- yeah, you. You, you have. <laughs> Strong as an ox. You, you were telling me all about your bowels 
in the office. It, no, I was, I, was saying, I was talking about my stomach, actually. My lungs attached to your bowels. How I'm, how I'm sick on a regular basis. I'm sick from my mouth, not my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> plenty, plenty of love for uh, plenty of love for Big Sexy Pirate. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And he's, he's the most passed to in the defence, isn't he? I would say. It feels like he's, he's kind of the linchpin of that. I think, I think what I'm angling at is that he just... I, I don't think we're used to being dominant over teams because of the last three years because we had mm. to kind of, you know, fight our way into the Premier League and then second two years weren't great for the most part. It's just that it's a new and strange sensation and we're only just learning what that feels like, I think. I, I think I prefer it. It's nice. Three games in a week, you've got to just have a nice calm win in between them. Mm. Yeah, and if Could you get, get, used to, to, if get to the weekend and, and play Bristol, if you beat Bristol, then it's looking like another good week, isn't it? If, if we could win two games every week for the rest that of the is, season, we'd probably is, do all right. That is two home wins on the bounce, though. Yeah. That's been a while. Yeah. God, when when would that? Someone will tell us. If it, yeah. I feel like that's going back three seasons, probably. Johnny, Johnny Cooper on that. Saw Johnny Cooper today. Yeah. He says he'll come on again. Good laugh. Um, let's wrap it up there, then. Yeah, so we've got more shows to come um, this week. Overall, happy? Yeah. yeah. Happy enough, yeah. Good night's work. Yeah. Good night's work. Right, we'll speak to you soon. The Match Ball. 